All aboard. Let's go. Welcome to One Topic, where we stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. My name is Greg Russ. Is the dog gone? Is the dog hiding? Is the dog going to be making noises? Is the dog under control for this episode? Uh, he's eating a slipper, so. All right, good. Like a typical dog eating a slipper. What a stereotypical beast. Typical. Yeah. Stereotypical beast. <laughs> stereotypical. <laughs> All right, good. I'm glad. Glad the mongrel is under control because we had complaints. Like, oh, I can't listen to a show with a, with a beast barking. I have not seen complaints i've only seen one mention of it and they said it was no big deal oh well you didn't see what i saw where did they who said what you're lying oh, i have my sources yeah and they said this <laughs> is brain. they said this is outrageous is the word that they used that uh, outrageous, totally outrageous outrageous and unprofessional cowabunga dude other podcasts would never ever stoop to such lows you're right. And you guys are supposed to be professionals compared to other podcasters. Other podcasters don't understand, you know, holding the attention of an audience. Here's, I never even explained this to you in my mind. I'm breaking the hour-long episode into, into quarters. Okay. And I think to myself, each quarter, how can I keep every 15 minutes, how can I keep people entertained? And I have to make sure that each quarter lives on its own. You know, how do you... How do you keep track of when the quarter starts and ends? I'm watching. I I, I see the waveform here. Oh, see, I don't have that luxury. No, that's why it's my job. But, you know, most podcasters, they just go on, they ramble. They think because they do stand up in a corner of a basement uh, in a bar in the Greenwich Village that they're they're a comedian that's worth having a podcast and they get their buddies together and they all just shoot the shit. And it's come on. Give me a break. I think that has its place. It has its place if you're well known. Maybe if you're good, I should say, but because in my mind with comedy, at least if you're well known, you're probably good, but then we know that's not true. Yeah, that can't, that isn't, that's not always true. Um, yeah, but, anyway. but, 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 you know, with comedy in my mind, it's still the purest of, you can make all the arguments want the current state of comedy, but, uh, it's the purest of the creative pursuits because there's, there's still gatekeeping, but you have access to practice your craft. And if you do make it, it's because of what you practiced and presented. And most people don't get involved and try to change your act. Uh, I don't think it's pure. I think it can be, it can be full of nepotism or. No, but I, um, sure. But nepotism is part of everything. You're not wrong, but think about if you write a book. Yeah. And then an editor comes in. It's like, yeah, well, I don't really like the way the art goes here. Then the, the things get restructured or you write a script and then someone rips it apart. Even with music, you give it to a producer. I'm like, yeah, I, I have my thoughts, my ideas. They're like, no, I would like it to sound like this. Unless you're already established and you can uh, say what you want. You know, it's a little more difficult. Yeah. But by, uh, by no means I don't, do I, don't, I think I, just, I disagree with it being the purest form. What's the purest out of all the creative pursuits? You know, I, I know you'll hate this, but I really think improv is above comedy as far as pure forms of creative outlet. I don't necessarily hate that. Just most people don't make it big as improvisers. So Well, we're not, not talking about success. We're talking about... Well, but when I was saying that these, these low-level comedians shouldn't have a podcast because they're not well-known, and then I was kind of backing off of that, but then I was explaining why in the first place my, right. my brain went to that spot. I see. Okay. Anyway, I'm not here to argue with you about that at all. <laughs> Good. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> well, so he much. was biting the printer and I was getting him not to quietly with my foot. And then I still don't know what you do during the radio show. Somebody needs to call the open mic, the WSB open mic. No, don't do that, Greg. ATTN Von Hessler doctrine. No, don't do that. If you're listening to me, don't blow me up like that. That's so mean. That would be so mean of you if you did that. When you got to you got to reveal it eventually. Well, that's fine, but I just don't want to hear their bullshit. <laughs> well, not there. One one person, one one person's bullshit. <laughs> 
I know, but instead I got to hear the dog's bullshit. Well, our listeners have to hear it. You're such an asshole. Yelp. Yelp, 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 yelp. It's a cute pup. You sent me the video. I won't lie. Yeah, he is cute. <laughs> He's a puppy. Give him a break. Give me a break. <laughs> I just, I had uh, outrageous is in the back of my brain. It's fine. It's, I mean, we're, we're professional, but God, see, now you've got me all fucked up. Hold on. I've got you Hold all I gotta, frazzled. Miss Frazzled. It could have just been left alone, and now it's become a thing. And he would have stopped, but now I'm having to prove it to him. I don't know where she's gone. She's left the screen. Miss Frazzle. Wasn't uh, Miss Frazzle the it teacher? Would, it from, could have from, just from... been left alone, and he would have stopped. But then you got me all fucked up. And now I'm messing with him. Good. Now he thinks my feet are playing with him. Good. He's biting my toes and he's barking more at my toes. I've got you right where I want you. Mission accomplished. Asshole. Level beat. On to the next. That's not, that's not what a friendship is. <laughs> wow. I have nothing to say to that. Well, because I win. I win. <laughs> <laughs> it's a friendship. A friendship isn't uh, reveling in someone's <laughs> uh, uh, frazzledness, which is the teacher frazzledness from the, the and Magic School Bus. I'm trying to say it. that the teacher from the Magic School Bus was frazzled, right? No, it was frizzled. Never mind. Mrs. Frizz. Oh, frizz. Hey, we got there. See, we got that's friendship. We got there together. Frazzled to frizzle to frizz. We did. <laughs> we. We're friends again. We did it. I'm sorry. I'm still congested. I sound like shit. I sound way better than I did <clears throat> even just a couple, like a day ago. I was miserable. I know listening, listening to you this past week on the radio show, I, or even when I was on the air, I kept muting my mic because listening to you speak made me want to clear my throat. Really? Yes. <laughs> I, I tried my best. <laughs> I know you but did. But even talking but like is making me need to go like, <clears throat> like hawk. How long has it been at this point? A week and a half? Uh, it feels like that, but it's really just been seven days. So this is the seventh day, and I'm feeling better. So I have more energy. I really, for most of it, I felt like I was hungover. You know, like I had sinus pressure, headaches, and it like hurt my jaw and my ears. It's like... The world knew, the universe knew you turned 40, said it's yeah. time. Body, oh, yeah. body breakdown <laughs> now. So, so. What, what a wonderful first week of a new decade. You know what? Maybe it's just being realistic. You know, like, hey, you turned 40. You're not off the hook. It's not like you're just going to ease into the rest of your life. It's going to be something just like the rest of it has been so. yeah, yeah and you've still got plenty of time i've got plenty have, of time i have ashes of my dead grandparents now well it's better than bashes of my live grandparents <laughs> but True. I, if you if you like amputate a leg could you get it cremated and just keep a piece of your leg i don't know that's a good question probably it's medical waste yeah but I, couldn't they if you paid for it i bet you could I think it's an odd request, but you probably could navigate it in some way. Right. And say, no, I really want this to happen. And then you sprinkle your ashes. Like, <laughs> say you're an avid roller coaster rider and you couldn't ride anymore because you only have one leg. I don't think I've seen that on the sign at Six Flags. Oh, <laughs> I've seen know. a pregnant woman you can't ride. I've seen if you're a child or a baby you can't ride. <laughs> I haven't seen an amputees can't ride. Well, I still like the idea of going to... The scream machine uh -huh. and dumping the ashes all over the tracks because like you're alive, but you're, I mean, okay, fine. Something, the other stuff wasn't as exciting. A climber, a runner. I know you can still run, you know, with a prosthetic, but. Well, you could just like take pieces of your body one by one to different parts of the world. Well, the things <laughs> While you're still alive, cut off a foot, go to Paris. And sprinkle your ashes underneath the Eiffel Tower, and then you know you cut off uh, up to your knee, and then you 
you know, go to Kilimanjaro and you sprinkle your ashes there. <laughs> well, I went to my gra- my my aunt's today and she gave me the ashes of my grandparents. She says, oh, before you leave, I can't forget here. Whoa. And they, it's a little thing. It's probably like a tablespoon and they're mixed together. Yeah. Oh, they are? Yeah. Oh, so they'll always be together. But that's now I don't know what to do with it. I just put it in a closet. Is that rude? <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> well. You loved your mm, hamster and you kept it in a dark bathroom. I don't know if I loved that hamster. <laughs> Speaking of love. There was a. I, I mean, I didn't abuse it. It was bad. I loved I loved my first hamster. You were a kid. It really should have been up to your parents to be like, let's get this hamster out of his hands. Well, I, I lo- well, I didn't love the my care first. for this hamster needs to be. Huh? This the first hamster I had. I didn't love because I bought it and it died two days later. I had wet tail. Just disgusting. Wet tail. I think it's like diarrhea or something. <laughs> I it's it's not good for a hamster. And then the second one I loved a lot. It was a big fluffy thing, and it was very nice. And then and by this one, it was like my fifth hamster. And I, I just wasn't thinking because they're nocturnal. So at night, they were loud in my bedroom, running on the wheel, gnawing, you know. So I put it in the internal bathroom with no windows, and I thought, oh, they like the dark. They live in the dark. So you know, this, they're, they're alive at night. They sleep during the day. I guess uh, that makes sense. Yeah, but it's, it's not good. It's not healthy. Yeah. So that poor thing. It turned into like its eyes disappeared. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to think and about its it. its ears got really big. I feel, <laughs> I feel bad now. Yeah. It deserved better than I gave it. It was stupid, and I didn't have any clue of what was right and what was wrong. It's all right. That happens. I mean, it is <clears throat> it is kind of nature, even though we sort of distance ourselves from being part of nature, but we are. I mean, my, my reasoning was, think of a hamster in the wild, which I don't know where the hell hamsters in the wild live. But That's a great question. I, I thought, oh, they probably live in a burrow, and so during the day, they go in the burrow, and it's dark in the burrow. And then they come out at night and it's dark. So they're not seeing much sun. Sure. That logic works for like a kid. I get it. But that thing. Poor thing. Well, R.I.P. Uh, yeah. Did it, was it just dead one day? Yeah, it was just dead one day. Sprawled out. <laughs> Died of a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Let's, go, let's, let's call it that, not neglect. Right. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well... All right. So what is the what is this topic? Okay. Well, so you saw your family. This is a good Yeah, I went and saw transition. my aunt who is leaving New Jersey and that means it'll be the last person from the a family born in the Northeast uh, will uh, have all left. Is she going to Georgia? No, she's going to Georgia for now to live with my parents until she figures out where she wants to go, but I think she wants to go live on some island. I don't remember where. Off of Florida or maybe off of Georgia. What what islands can people live off of? Or live on off of Georgia. Uh, like in Savannah? Yeah, but I don't... I Jekyll? No, 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 no. Jekyll's protected. Oh, it's a wildlife, like, sanctuary. They got the 4-H center there where I went in fifth grade. Did we all go in fifth grade? Did you go in fifth grade? Yeah. I don't know how the, they accommodate every school staggered trips <laughs> yeah. i remember um tasting the plant that sits by the dunes and it was really salty no so shit like, see it's salty i remember seeing a sea cucumber and they squeezed uh. it and the guts come out and they say don't worry this is what it does and i said no oh, it'll have new guts soon and i remember its guts came out yeah Normally, it just like shoots water. I thought. No, oh, well, maybe I'm getting it confused. It was there was something. It's like, yeah, yeah, that's no problem. It was more than oh, water. Okay. Ew. And I mostly I just remember the volleyball court and the canteen. I like to go into the canteen so I could get snacks. I don't remember the canteen. I remember 
me and my dude friends that I was friends with then um, playing a game where you like trick the other person into standing still long enough for another friend to like bend down on all fours behind them so that you can push them over. Or we would do this like pretend falling thing where you'd be walking like, oh, and you'd fall. Mm -hmm. We did a lot of that. <laughs> Stardom and the dudes. Yep. My friends, Sean, Paris. That's not what friends do to each Joe. other. Oh, Joey. That's Please? not that's not what friends do to each other. No. No. That, well, what I did earlier was the verbal equivalent of that. And you didn't oh, think that was right. fun. You didn't think that was fun. I didn't. I'm sorry. I wasn't. I felt like there was venom behind it. Because sometimes, because maybe because um, of when I told you about baby, you were like, oh, no, it's horrible. Like you did the thing that I was trying to avoid. <laughs> and I thought that I was safe telling you. And then no, you have a history of just doing things, I feel. <clears throat> and I'm sorry that I didn't give you the credit that you deserve, that you put thought into it and, and spent some time. Yeah. Figuring out if it's the right thing. It just felt like, all right, that's a big thing. It is a big thing. I think I did both, you know, because at some point you can't just think something to death. You know, you have to take a gamble. And I'm really, I'm really lucky. And I think about it all the time about how cool baby is and how kind of smart he is, even though he's a puppy and he's a pain in the ass. But, um, I could have like a real anxious dog that's always scared and annoying like that instead of just being like confident and cool and fun. <laughs> I don't know. Some things never change. Well, I st I'm allowed to like things that are fun. I know. It's just fun. But I think the difference now is that I'm allowing myself to be annoyed that I'm having to take him out, even though it's just like a, you know, a normal time to be taking him out. And I think, is this a mistake? Well, I think it's okay. You're stuck just, now. But yeah, and but but ha letting myself have those feelings and thoughts instead of forcing them down and saying like, no, I'm not allowed to even consider those thoughts or consider those types of feelings because then I'll be um, like admitting to myself that it was a mistake. You know what I mean? Instead of just letting myself feel those things and think them, and listen, if it did come out, if I did come through that feeling and think, oh, shit, I really did make a mistake, that'd be one thing. But I just come through it and it's fine and I I don't feel like it's a mistake. I feel like a mistake right now because he won't stop biting me. Like, can you go do something else? You should put it on that balcony of yours with a bowl of <laughs> kibble. Kibble. Jimmy Kibble. <laughs> what if you named your dog that? <laughs> Jimmy's a cool name. I have a I have a friend who has a dog named James. I think that's like such a cool name for a dog. Was that a band's name? James the band. Oh, was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. James Taylor. Sweet baby James. James rock band. I knew it. You didn't. I who, didn't. Who knows music? I guess you do. I do. You know a very limited scope of music. You're right. I know. Beatles. And that's about it. Yeah, just the Beatles. Beatles. The Beatles. Don't worry, we're not talking about that here. Other people, you know, don't don't, don't tune out. Don't tune out. Oh God. We're moving, um, we've <laughs> we're moving into the second quarter. Uh, oh, okay. Actually we've been in it for a few minutes. And uh, uh so you saw your family? <laughs> Baby is a part of my family. Well, I went to yeah, I went to see my aunt who is leaving, who's moving, and she had a lot of stuff. I came home. I've got a bin full of Christmas ornaments now. Oh. Well, the reason, because there are a lot of really old, cool ones, like that really yeah. fragile glass. Love those. And a lot of them were my grandmother's. And my aunt was telling me, oh, this this is stuff we had on our tree when I was growing up. And I said, you don't want any of this? She said, no, I'm getting rid of fucking everything. Wow. And so she's just going to do one of those things where people come in an estate sale, I guess. And, and Oh, they are? It's grab shit and take I'm kind of glad that she's doing that and she's calling it an estate sale because anytime I go and look in an estate sale I always feel really bad like the person's dead I think usually that is the case because most yeah. people when they move don't get rid of everything but she just doesn't she doesn't want to deal with it and uh 
Yeah, so I got a turntable. Wow. I got all these Christmas ornaments. I got some Bose speakers. Ooh. I got a couple of old cameras. I got some. Oh, you love old cameras. Yeah, I think they're still functional. Awesome. But I like them when they're functional. Don't don't mistake me as one of these people who likes them because I like putting them on a shelf. Well, I, where are your cameras right now? I think that they, uh, well, one is on my dresser, the one I use. It's in a bag, the carrying bag. Uh-huh. And then one is on top of the bookshelf, not for display. It's just because that's <laughs> where it is. And then the two I got today are in the nightstand drawer near my bed. Nice. You already put them away? Good for you. Yeah, I got home and I, I put stuff away. And then I got some mid-century modern dishes. This is exciting stuff. But well, I, your family gave you stuff. And then uh, and then I got the ashes. I got some ashes. Yeah, what are you going to do with those? They're in the closet right now. I don't know. You should put them with the cameras because your grandfather liked cameras. Uh, it was his camera. There is a cool old one that I opened mm-hmm. and had film in it and I exposed. It didn't matter. I mean, film sits in a camera for a long time. It deteriorates anyway. Right. But in my yeah. mind, it's like, fuck. I mean, this camera. Yeah, I would have sure, been afraid of that, too. I'm sure he has not used this camera uh, in 25 years. I mean, the camera's from the 50s. God knows, really, when the last time he used it was. The film itself looked older, but I don't know what old canisters of film looked like. So it's hard for me to gauge. But if, even if there were photos on there and I did and I knew that and I wound it properly, then they're they're probably gone anyway. But now they probably I, were. Now I fear like there's this idea there was a, something cool to see. And I blew it. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, so let's get to, I know you're trying to get us to the next point. The, I don't know what the topic of the show is, but you just, you texted and said that uh, you went out with your dad for father's day and had to hide. So you could, so you could (laughs) cry. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm not telling any of my family this. I'm not telling my mom this because I don't feel like it's right to, I don't know, put this on her. But she she's, listens. She's gonna, I know. I might tell her. Um, she won't listen? Mm, she won't if I tell her not to. But if I tell, maybe I'll just like broach it and say like, this is not something I, you know, I don't want to complain to her about it. Like it's her job to fix it or make her feel like she can't do anything about it. And so it hurts her to hear it. And it really, it wasn't that big a deal. Man, if you told me not to listen, I would listen. I know. Me too. Like, why? She said she'll respect it and like not do it. I think there were some sex episodes or something that I. But you, <laughs> excuse me, I told her not to listen to. Yeah, but you didn't. You've never said anything really out out there. No. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm still like I still have this like cough, so I'm drinking things in the middle of talking. Um. So this is what happened. Really, in the scope of things, it's nothing. In that moment. It brought out, I'm just prefacing it, it brought out a lot of the insecurities that I feel um, and also the disappointment that I feel in my relationship with my dad. So where'd you go? We went to, okay, so we're walking up. I said, let's, I want to take him to barbecue because I know he'll like it. What's so the, what's the barbecue the joint? Mission barbecue, which is just the chain, you know? Oh. Um, as we were walking up, I was like, hey, you want to go to, uh, uh, Outback because it was right next door. He was like, "No, it's too expensive." I was like, "I'll buy it. I'm buying. You want to sell by your steak?" He was like, "No, no, no." Like, All right. So then I like that it was no, it's too expensive. Instead of oh, it's Outback, no, right? <laughs> no, not that um, Outback's bad. I guess that bread. No, I mean if you just get a steak, you know who cares? You get that hot bread that's soft like a pillow. Oh, like the, I like that brown bread. That's the yeah, it's brown. Yeah, I love that. That brown Why is bread. It brown? I don't know, because of the illusion that it's healthy. It's wheat. It's whole wheat. I don't think it's, it's not whole wheat. It's, whole wheat bread isn't brown like that. It's pumpernickel. Yeah, it's pumpernickel or something. Anyway, so, you know, it's just, all. it's just always like, mm, no, no sense of adventure. Like, no, honey no wheat. fun. Sorry, it was honey wheat. Okay. So we were walking in and, you know, he gets a, a mission. Just a, 
Yes, to Mission Barbecue. Did, okay, so but the whole you're saying sense of adventure, no fun. Why didn't you offer something a little more? I did. Exciting? I said to you, let's, I'll take it out back. So to, in your mind, that was the adventure. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like overall, it's an overall feeling of just like, no, nothing out of the ordinary for me. I can't handle it. So which just is go to, he goes case. to mission a lot. No, dude, please. Okay. I'm, so, I'm not trying to be obtuse on purpose. I'm, I'm just okay. thinking that exploration to me, like there's, there's, there's comfort and outback is something people are comfortable with because they know it. They've been. And mission sounds like the same thing, even though I've never been, but you told me it's a chain. Yeah, and, it and, is familiar. And, and so when you, when you're disappointed, there was no exploration. That's why I'm asking. I thought, Oh, maybe you found some hole in the wall place. That was kind of a secret and off the beaten path, but it, well, I like knew it. that if I took my mom, if I took my mom to a place like for her, for mother's day, I took her to this place in Annapolis that I really liked. Um, she wasn't adventurous with her order, but she tasted the things that I ordered. What'd she get? And one of the th- panini? I got, huh? What did she get? Panini? No, she got like this dessert waffle thing and she didn't want to get it because she felt like it was, it was like too much sugar or something. It was, was like, but whatever. It was. Yeah. But I was like, who cares? Get what you want. It's, it's, I'm paying for it. It's mother's day. Like indulge. And so she did and she loved it. She's happy. Um, but my dish was, you know, something else, you know, it was like cod and it was risotto and broccolini and like a sauce and like this and that. And she had never had risotto before, but she watches some cooking shows and she was like, Oh, I've always wanted to taste risotto. <laughs> I was like, great. Here, taste it. And she liked it. I even got her to taste the fish and she liked that. And she said ever since she got her, like she, they've been doing hello fresh. Um, not a sponsor, but I wish they were. Um, and they've, she's been trying new things and she's been feeling more adventurous with what she's eating. I'm sorry. <laughs> I really, I'm still not well. All right. You can mute your mic. And I did, give but a it big, was just a blank space. A big hack. I know. you carrying the, the conversation right now. It's a little difficult. It is difficult. Maybe I should talk quietly and maybe it will help. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My voice isn't ready. You can slow down a bit, but okay. I mean, I'll I'll give you a a break. Uh, So the, so then, so we're walking in and he just orders like a pulled pork sandwich and I offer, I'm like, Hey, do you want to get something else? Like we get some like ribs, you know, or we can, you can get like a plate instead of just a sandwich. We can try something else, blah, blah. blah. And he was like, no, it's fine. Like, all right, well, I'm going to get a plate. And I'm going to get fries and coleslaw. You need a break? No, we're going. <clears throat> if you need a break, take a break. I yeah, don't want let your... me grab, let me just spray my throat real quick. Hold on. What, with Banaka? Yeah, no, I have this stuff from um, Whole Foods that my friend gave me. From Whole Foods. <laughs> I want to know what kind of root it is. Leaves. You take the dew from the morning grass. We mix that with the bark. From a river birch. It's already peely. And then we scoop a cloud. Okay, sorry. And mix it all together. <coughs> Banaka. It's a bee immune throat spray. Banaka. I don't know what it does. Makes me gag. Make out with me now. Middle school. Banaka. So sorry. Damn, it's crazy. Like, I thought I was feeling so much better, and I am, but. You're gone. Your voice is gone. There's no way to con- <laughs> continue this, I don't think, right now. All right, let me just, I'll finish my story, and then we'll. No, no, no. We'll, me... We're going to take a little break here, <sighs> okay. and we'll be right back after this word from our non sponsor. Get 
And be sure to get your Miss Pixie doll by traveling back several decades, maybe four or five, maybe three. I have no fucking clue when that doll came out. And you'll have to go to Scandinavia to get it. All right, how's your throat? I think it's better. I'm going to relax. You're getting worked up. You were thinking about how your dad just wanted that pulled pork sandwich, even though a pulled pork sandwich is very delicious. And, you know, if I went to a barbecue place, I can't. I'm not derailing what you're saying. I understand that this is representative of something bigger, but the pulled pork is pretty delicious. Nothing wrong with that. I think before I was talking the way that I would naturally would talk, and I think I need to be a little bit more protective. So that's what I'm going to do now. Protect the voice. Oh, over okay. Here, over so, here. Why is my mother calling me? <laughs> anyway. She's such a Karen. Okay. I know. Poor mom. <laughs> Poor mom. What? Uh, all right. Continue. 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 Okay. The point is, we're sitting down. You know, we're making a little bit of chit chat, and there's a lull, and so I start telling him about my thoughts right now on dating, which is conflicting for myself because I'm feeling sometimes lonely and wanting a person. But when I think about the work that would be involved in attaining and retaining someone in a relationship, I feel like it's homework and I don't want to do it. Well, we talked about this too a, a few episodes right. ago. I don't remember what it was called. So anyway, I'm telling my dad. I think, this it, was, kind of I thing. think it was date autumn, will ya? I'm telling my dad this kind of thing. <clears throat> and he says... Well, I mean, you're 40. Like, yeah. And he said, well, it's only going to get worse. I was like, worse? He said, yeah. I mean, he said, uh, the, the people, like the, the pool of people that you have to choose from is getting, you know, worse and worse. And you're 40. It's only going to get worse. I mean, am I wrong? I was like, no, but you know, maybe I won't need any, and I know I said, um, so am I, I mean, <laughs> am I just adrift and like grabbing at any life preserver I can? He's like, no, you shouldn't settle. So I think, excuse me. I think what he was truly going for was like, he didn't want me to settle and he does you know, he doesn't care if I ever fight, you know, if I'm in a relationship or he doesn't feel like, oh, you need a man. But his mindset was like, just not very optimistic or helpful. And really like, okay, so the, what I, what I took from it in that moment, no matter how he meant it, was all the insecurities that I feel all the demons you know like the 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 mean things that you say to yourself in vulnerable moments in quiet moments just like the imp of the perverse that's like you're 40 you're never gonna look any better than this like every day you're gonna look worse in those moments before you get a dog so you're getting nothing I said, yeah, the, in those moments before you get a dog, so you get a dog to distract you, so you don't have those thoughts anymore. I mean, the dog has been a nice, like, when I get, you know, I would get, um, you really are throwing me off here. Hold on. Let me go back to where I was. The dog has been helpful. Good. The dog has been helpful in those moments of sadness when I'm alone and I feel alone and I have like, no direction, no children to take care of, no one to talk to about anything. I'm not talking to my dog or anything like that. I'm not like, I feel lonely, dog. You know, it's nothing like that. It's just like a nice, maybe a distraction, but what is our life? It's all a distraction. It's fine. I'm not avoiding. So shut the fuck up and let me say this thing. <laughs> I, did, I didn't think you yes, were. Yes, you brought me somewhere else. I didn't think you were avoiding. It was just supposed to be a throwaway statement. That Your was, statements are never throwaway. They always have some. That was a callback. Yeah, there was a purpose to it. It was a callback to the beginning of the episode. My God. All right. Maybe I'm sensitive because I'm in a vulnerable state telling you about this. And now you're, you know what I'm saying? So maybe that's where I'm coming. I was supposed to be the joke. He's like, he's bringing it up again. 
Anyway, uh, go ahead. okay. I didn't understand that. Just go ahead. I don't know where I was. We were uh, just talking about your dad bringing up all the stuff that you oh, think yeah. about and all the concerns that you have about your current situation and dating life. And he's throwing it out there. And you said, oh, I think where he was coming from. Uh, where he was coming from, I don't, I don't think he meant it to be the place where I took it just like a second ago when you said the thing about the dog, like I took it somewhere else. So maybe the, maybe it is me and that's fine, but that's just what's happening. You know, in that moment, I felt so sad. I feel sad now. What about because, it? Because I don't need, I don't need my, I don't, I don't go to my dad for, I, didn't, I wasn't going to him for advice, you know, and I wasn't thinking like, oh, I'll tell him this and he'll, he'll help me through it or anything. I was just making small talk and like filling him in on what's happening. And did he ask or did you just start bringing it up? No, I just brought it up and he. And he just said the th the thing that like cut down to like the the darkest part of how I feel where you're 40 years old. You're never going to look any better. You're not getting any better. Um, you're a mom and you look like it. Just, I'm telling you all the dark things that I think sometimes, you know, like this is not that dark. But, you know, just the things that make me feel like shit. You know that I sometimes no, but these are these, are, up, these are difficult things. And, and like you're going to be alone. You're 40 years old. Okay, so maybe you embrace being alone, and you're alone, and you're fine with that. All right. Well, now you're 80, for, and you're you need help, and there's nobody there to help you. Stuff like that. And yeah, I mean. Or another dark thing I think, just a thing that I think that's negative is like, I'm going to meet somebody at 45 or something, and then they're just going to, you know, we're going to have like five, six, eight years of fun, and then, I know fun, but you know, easier times, <laughs> and then, and then he's going to get like prostate cancer and die, or like, because you're fucking old now, you know? Well, I think this is a, that's a separate issue. Like if you're meeting someone new and starting a relationship, sure, you would like to have enough time yeah. to enjoy with them before things start to go downhill. But no matter where you are in your life, I think five years is maybe pushing it. Ten years like for something to go really bad, like prostate cancer. I think you've probably got more time than that. But I just like I said, that's that's all logic, and these these things aren't coming from logic. It's just like the scarier things that I think and when he was saying it like that you know it just brought all those things up so it was like feeling like I was going to cry or I was going to really argue with him and like tell him that I didn't like that he said that and start crying at the table and I was like well I don't want to ruin the Father's Day dinner and we don't really have a lot of time that we talk so this is like our only time together so I'm not going to ruin it with my thoughts and feelings so I ran to the bathroom. I was like, I'm going to be right back. I just like cried in the bathroom for a minute and came back. And thankfully, because I was sick, maybe I didn't look like I'd been crying because <laughs> I was already sick. And, uh, you know, the whole, I'm sorry, I'm just crying now, but the whole thing just made me, so I came home. It was an hour. We were together for one hour, you know, and I felt like it would have been nice to me be like, I don't know if we had had like a nice conversation, we could have gone get ice cream together and sit and talk or something. And it was just like, what you know, you? I've asked him before, like, Hey, this is month, you know, during football season, I was like, Hey, would you want to go to Malloy's with me and watch football? You know, we could watch a football game together. He was like, why? <laughs> okay. Because it would be fun and your daughter's reaching out to you, but it's like, so anyways, in that moment, I just felt really um, disappointed. <laughs> and I wish it wasn't like that, but it is. And he's not a bad guy. 
Um, okay. And then it sort of started making me think about those people that um, have bad relationships with their parents. This is not that. I know that. But I can sort of understand where the an outsider would say, like, they outsiders always go two ways, right? They're always like, just, you know, forget it. Leave, you know, cut them out. Cut them out of your life. Like, they don't deserve your time or your effort, your energy. And you can say, well, yeah, but, I mean, they, I always had a roof over my head. And you can always make these, like, little excuses. Like, I remember this one time my dad took me wherever and it was, you know, or I wouldn't be who I was, I am today if they hadn't done this or whatever, which ends up being, like, abusive, you know? Oh, that feels pretty extreme. It is extreme. I'm just saying. In this you know, instance. Like, no, I'm not, I'm not comparing my thing to that at all. It just made me think about people in those situations, you know, where it's like, you know, for me, what is my relationship with my dad? You know, it's like, I don't really know. It really is not very existent. And I don't know how because I don't know how to move forward really because when I I don't want to be the only one working on it and um, I feel guilty being like well forget it like we'll just keep it as it is and it just because it continuously disappoints me and then it kind of makes me mad at him. Have you ever said any of this directly to him? Um, No I've been Excuse me, I'm sorry. I've been direct with him about a couple things. And sometimes he denies it. Or he'll be like, no, no, I didn't say that. No, I didn't. You know, like he won't take any um, sort of culpability about how anything he says or does makes anyone feel. But another time, like I've said, hey, when you say that to me, it makes me feel this way. And he says like, oh, okay, I'm sorry. But... But I don't know. I just like don't trust being vulnerable with him. Why'd you apologize for crying, by the way? When? Just a few minutes oh. ago. A minute ago. <laughs> because this is not therapy. <laughs> well, I, I just, I, I don't know why this is an aside. And I don't mean to sidetrack it, but you know, my aunt cried earlier talking about her parents and then she apologized. And I was like, why, why did, why does everyone apologize when they cry? <laughs> yeah. Why isn't crying allowed? It's like people feel as though that, oh God, I, I put too much on you, I guess. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it could be. It makes people uncomfortable. Yeah, so what? It's not about them in that moment. Yeah. I know that you can just dump shit on people and if you're not aware of it, but in instances, if you're around people who you care about and they care about you, I don't see what the big deal is. But No, I don't. I don't mind anybody crying in front of me. Well, there's no need to apologize. And I will say that that crying... It was great for the third quarter hour. (laughs) (laughs) It was good stuff. That's carrying us into the last, into the last quarter. Right. So now it feels like we'll never recover. Right. So, so in a plot, right. A movie plot, it has to get, it's, we're at the worst part. We're in the third (laughs) act. So now we have to miraculously make it through. Yeah. This isn't a movie though. I think now (laughs) you can have the cool down period that takes you out. Um, yeah. I mean, going back to your conversation with your dad in bringing up your dating life, what were you hoping to get out of it? You said you were just trying to fill him in, but like yeah. in, in an ideal situation, what would, how would that conversation have gone? Uh, yeah. Because I was thinking about that too, because, you know, I don't, I don't need him to lie to me. But he also doesn't have to bring up like the worst thing. Well, shit, that, that's as if you're not aware. And also, <laughs> right. you know, it, it is tough because everything you say is true on some level that conflicts with how you're feeling currently about dating, which is you're not into right. it. But right. it feels more pressing because it's not, I mean, you do have time, but the way our society is structured and set up, sure, I guess this kind of exists. But, you know, I guess my aunt is coming up a lot today. She's... 67 now but i mean she's been dating 50s 60s it's possible it's not like it's a thing that doesn't exist and it's not just going to shut down right uh you can meet a person at any point 
though I understand the the fear that comes along with aging, and sure, as a woman and a mother, all of that is real. But you talking to your dad, I am curious what like if there was a specific thing he could have said or how he could have engaged. I just think that as two humans talking to each other, I wasn't saying like, give it to me straight, you know, like tell me the truth. And I wasn't speaking, um, what, like, um, I wasn't thinking about like fairy tales and print. Like I wasn't, what is that called? Like, um, I wasn't thinking extraordinarily about, you know, the possibilities of the rest of my life. Like he didn't need to bring me down to that level. I wasn't, I wasn't at that point. I, like you said, like I already knew all those things. A dose of reality will get you. Right. It was like he was, it's like he threw water on a grease fire. (laughs) He thinks it's helpful, but it actually just made it worse. I mean, there's certainly instances in life where something big is happening. You've been through all the worst case scenarios and you want someone, even if it's a bit baseless or simplistic, but you just want someone to tell you, it's like, yeah, I understand that. And it'll, it'll be all right. Yeah. He did end up saying that because I think he knew that I was like, what the fuck? You know? Um, cause I kind of got quiet. I was like, well, cause then I was like, don't cry. <laughs> um, and it, like, like I said, internalized, like fighting about like, should I, just be honest with him like, or don't fuck up this moment, you know, whatever. But there was a lot uh, of play too. It's like you're, you have your feelings about yourself yeah, and, and your dating life, but also your relationship with your dad and you're hoping to get something else out of it and you're getting none of it. Yeah. And that's why I asked if you ever told him directly any of this stuff. And I know, <laughs> I know that it's difficult and it may not take, but, I guess it would be worth a shot. You have nothing to lose. Yeah, you're right. It could be difficult. Again, if you, if you say it and you, you get a reaction similar. Or, Sorry, and then or, maybe I would regret it when he dies, you know, like that I didn't say anything. Well, I mean. Yeah, maybe I should. Try it. Ugh, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it is a lot. Yeah. I don't know why. I don't think he knows how to do it. That's what I was going to say. I don't I don't know why he has trouble with it. Like the capacity. I don't want to say it's not there, but it's buried. Oh, yeah. Well, he's, you know. He's probably pretty stunted emotionally. You know, and I think he's really anxious, but he was like, I did what he did, where it was like, nope. Everything's fine. Me? Worried? No. That's the why thing I, you're calling me out on being worried? That's not me being worried. That's just me talking. That's why he likes his routine. Mm-hmm. I think outside of the routine is is makes him uncomfortable. And it makes anyone uncomfortable if you get outside of your routine. But yeah, so much. But he has so. like barely any capacity to like like that. So I mean, my. My mom wanted, you know, was go wanted to go to the beach and she didn't want to bring dad with her because all he was going to do was sit up in the room and watch TV like he would at home. And that ruins her time though at the beach. Well, she just feels like, well, what's the point? I mean, would she, does she go to the beach alone? She does. Okay. She would. I mean, if she wasn't going to the beach at all. Because she didn't want to go alone and wanted him to go. I feel as though at least going with him. So she gets to go to the beach and he just sits inside and watches TV. At least. But it's like, all right, all right, let's get him out. Let's go. We're going to go to the boardwalk, right? And, you know, he just like walks around the boardwalk and doesn't really engage. And so you feel like, oh, like he wants to leave. He doesn't really want to look at anything. He doesn't want to really be there. Probably. I mean, maybe he does. There's no telling. He's not communicating anything except nothing. Right. And then except pleasantness, you're like, are you all right? He's like, yeah, fine. But like, he doesn't, like I said, he doesn't engage in anything. And so 
you know, he's just like someone you're dragging along to stuff. And the thought of your life probably really freaks him out. He puts him, if he's putting himself in your shoes. Yeah. I'm sure it really makes him uncomfortable. Like you said that for a long time you were similar in that. No, everything's fine. It's all good. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, moving out of that and pushing yourself and doing hard and scary things. Yeah. Think of him doing that kind of stuff. Yeah. I mean, I think that he had more of a capacity for stuff like that, but now, especially just being older and, you know, we've talked about that too, about getting older and sort of your mindset and, how that atrophies, you know, and you just like dig your heels into what makes you feel comfortable and then you can never be uncomfortable ever again and therefore never grow outside of that point. Like he's already like being older. He's already, he's experiencing that on top of, you know, never trying to explore anything about himself or anything about his past or anything that might have affected about who he is or the relationship he has with my mom, you know, like just no. Anyway, so these me going through something and I guess this sounds weird, but I feel like I've surpassed my parent, like my mom, my dad. And as far as growth as a human <laughs> and I, feel bad that he hasn't i feel like disappointed that he hasn't like you expect your parents to be like i guess a little bit better i know that you, everybody goes through that thing where their parents become just humans and they are they're they're allowed to be and he's allowed to be whatever he wants but <clears throat> you know i'm trying to grow and change and like you said you know i think that i could muster up the courage to have a serious conversation with him but I really don't think that he could do it. I don't think he, he may not be has, able to. It'd probably yeah. be very frustrating, but at least you could say you tried at that point. Yeah. Even if you think, I, even if you knew 100% that you weren't going to get what you wanted, I still yeah. feel those though. It's important to at least have tried. I need to know. I need to, though, like, I need to figure out for myself what to expect or, or um, like, curb my expectations for what that conversation would mean before I just go and do it, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I need that, to be comfortable with whatever the outcome would be. That's fair. Take yeah. time and, and prepare yourself for it. Yeah, I might do that. Anyway, the I'm not trying to shit on my dad. Like he went to a garage sale today and he saw a robot vacuum that's also a mop and he bought it for me. It was like 20 bucks. He's like, "Hey, I got you that robot vacuum." I was like, "Oh, cool. I saw that cuz we I told him about the garage sale." Like, "Yeah, I saw that. I just didn't get it because I already have one that's not a mop, but I he's like, "Oh, yeah, I got it for you. All right. Just come pick it up." Okay. He he clearly cares. He does. And I love him. And they're they've been there and they've done so much for me. You know, but like I said, on an, an emotional growth level, looking at his life and his the life that he's leading is just like so disappointing. You know, I just wish I wish there was more for him because. I don't know there. There's more to this life than what he's doing. No matter what age you get to, if your parents are around too, I think there's always this idea that maybe they have advice or know something mm -hmm. and you know, the spot you're in, I think it is a little more difficult. You say that you've outgrown them and getting my mom is still willing to explore and like, she's not good at it, but she's smart open. about it. Like, huh? Yeah. But she's open to it and she's open to it. Yeah. Curious about it, mm -hmm. which, you know, which is great. You can, maybe even sometimes take the lead on it and and help her along the way but yeah you know wanting even discomfort on the level that you're at right now and not being able to get it because you're at a different point it's a difficult thing 
And then especially, you know, I am, I was discussing with him relationships, you know, with men and he is the male figure. <laughs> so yeah, it was a hard thing to feel from him in that moment. Please, so many other people have horrible dads that do horrible things and say horrible things to them. I'm, you know, this is nothing. <laughs> but for me, in this, you know, and in this, it's uh, allowed. Capacity, I know. It felt something. I felt something about it. I know, I know there's always a, a need to preface that, as, but there's no reason to dismiss what you're feeling. Right. Just because other I just want to know, I just want to say, I guess, that it is out. Like, I understand that my stuff is small compared to others but it's just it doesn't change the fact that i felt it. i don't think you implied otherwise ever yeah so but you know people listening sometimes don't think about that it's like ah oh, you're complaining well that's a shame yeah hopefully our audience isn't that it's a shame that that you know people's subjective experiences do matter i agree there, there's certainly a self-centeredness that can come into play when you aren't aware of the rest of the world or other things other people may be going through. And you're always just throwing your problems out there mm -hmm. and bothering people with them. And then maybe in that instance, if you're crying, you should apologize because it's all you're ever doing. <laughs> but like I, those uh, girls on my sweet 16 who were crying because they didn't get the right color car. Exactly. Yeah. It's nothing. I worry that my things looks like that to someone else. You it's know? nothing. It's nothing even close to that. Yes, <laughs> it's just okay. spoiledness. Yeah, and you know what you're going through is a hard, difficult thing. We've talked about it plenty, but to make changes in your life and doing it in your late thirties, yeah, it, it poses a lot of questions. A lot of blanks, and when, yeah. you're, when you start filling those in, you're gonna sometimes fill them in with a worst case scenario, right? And then you and you know I, I'm thinking of the the elderly <laughs> that I will eventually become as the people of that specific of this specific generation that is old now. Maybe our elderly will be like. Not as lame. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. I mean. They didn't go through World War II. <laughs> or like Vietnam. No, they didn't. No, they went through like TikTok. I don't understand what you're. you're so you're saying going through something like that makes you lame when you're old. No, it just might make you like. Not as like I talked about, like as open to change and to things that are challenging and different, you know, maybe our, maybe the millennial Gen Z elderly geriatric set will be a little bit more, you know, just different, you know? Sometimes I think you, you take a lot of shit though for what you've decided to do with your life. Or at least there's not as much support as one would hope. Maybe I'm wrong about this, but I do think about, especially you know, on the radio show, comments that are just thrown out there constantly that seem to be ramping up for some reason. <laughs> uh, uh, maybe because they know like, I can laugh at it. I think there's some truth, like insight into, when I say truth, I mean insight into actual feelings. Like, why did she do that? Yep. Why would she make a decision to get divorced at that age to a yeah. person who was nice. Yeah. He was nice. Why would she? But all of, but to me, all of that makes sense for someone to think on the outside and that's fine for someone to think. And someone not in my place still may, if, if I explain it still may not understand, you know, and that's fine. Well, it feels like it could be isolating. Yeah. I feel real alone. <laughs> yeah. Not, not as alone now because I've got the baby. Yes, you've got Sometimes the, that's nice. You've got the barking beast. I know. Look, he quieted down. He was just upset that I stopped playing with him. He did. I was playing with him. I was, I was throwing the stuff down the hall. 
He was running, catching it, and getting it. And then I was like, bye. He was like, what the fuck? We're still playing. Well, there we are. We're at the end. <sighs> I'm sorry. Oh, well, no. Oh. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> <laughs> that was real time. Oh, boy. <laughs> Thought process. <laughs> oh, boy. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm just sorry cry. for feeling. Yep, just cry. You know what? If you need to cry, just cry. I am sorry that I have any emotion and any concern <laughs> and any anxiety and any worry. I apologize for being human. Yep. Sorry if I give you shit for being anxious. Who, me? Yeah. Do you give me shit for being anxious? A little bit. Because when the thing starts spinning and you're worried that it doesn't, it's going to fail, the, 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 the recording isn't going to work properly, and you're like, oh, my. Yeah, it started it bit. started pinwheeling on me. I didn't know what was going to happen. I thought that it would just crash and we would lose everything. Right, but I give you shit for that. So I'm sorry. Instead of I should just let you feel it. Just like you let me feel sad. Oh my god, you're overreacting. <laughs> anyway, thanks everybody. Feel your feelings. Let it out. It feels good to go through them. Not in the moment, but afterwards, it's good to get it out. It's good to talk about things. Talk about anything you need to talk about with your friends, your family, or anything. Be brave and do it. Even, uh, even support if our sponsor. Yeah, even if they have no clue and can't comprehend what you're saying. Yeah. Reach at out. Least you tried, I guess. Reach out. Support our sponsor, hoffandpepper.com. One topic, 15, 50% off. Go do it. Bye.